Welcome to another week of the NACF Podcast. We are on week three of our Jesus Saved series for January. In today's episode, we have Senior Pastor Dr. Nida M. Parson in Jesus Saves, part two. But I come that you might have life. It's Satan that brings death. Jesus came to bring life. Before we get started, we'd like to give you the opportunity to partner with us, and that's by sowing a seed and then to this ministry so we can keep producing these podcasts, our YouTube videos, our Facebook Live to continue to reach people who are looking to meet Jesus, change their life, and find their purpose. Now, there are a few ways you can do that. First, you can text New Antioch, all one word, to 77977. Next, you can use Cash App. That's New A Aliante, two A's. Please use your government name so we can give you the proper credit. You can visit our website. That's newantioch-aliante.org. Follow the donate tab and it'll take you safely and securely. You can mail it in. It's 2550 Nature Park Drive, Suite 100, North Las Vegas, Nevada. Now, on to the episode. And I'm so excited to have you all here this morning. Let's stand in reverence to the reading of the Word of God if you feel like it. We're going to John chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. And then we're going to go to John chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. We are bidding Jesus all year. It's Jesus, Jesus. Uh, our theme for this month, we want to help you to know him so much better by the end of this year by giving you all the characteristics, not all of them, but as many as we can in the year of Jesus Christ. One of them is that Jesus saves. John chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. Those of you that were raised in church, it reads a little different. We reproduce it in the New International Version of the Scriptures. Let's read it together. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. John chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. Jesus said, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Our topic this, um, this afternoon is Jesus Saves Part 2. Jesus saves part two. We did part one two weeks ago. Jesus saves part two. And Joel Steve I like to start off with something funny. That's for all my Joel Steve fans out there. I like to start off with something funny. Jesus and Satan were having an argument. Jesus and Satan were having an argument as to who was the better computer program. This goes on for a long while until they agree to hold a contest with God as a judge. They sent themselves 
before their computers as we began. They typed furiously for hours, several hours, as lines of code were streaming up on the screen. But seconds before the end of the competition, a bolt of lightning strikes and takes out the electricity. Moments later, the power is restored, and God announces that the contest is over. He has Satan showing what he has come up with. Satan is visibly upset and he cries, I have nothing. I lost it all when the power went out. Oh. Very well then, says God. Let's see if Jesus is very good. Jesus enters the command and the screen comes to life and the image is laid and the voices of the angels are required and poured forth by the speakers and the Satan is astonished. He says, but how? I lost everything. Yet Jesus' program is intact. How did he do it? God chose and said, Jesus saves. <laughs> Oh, 
this is a sin with her. And we enjoyed playing and diving and flowing in a sin with her. Until, Until we hit the rocks. Or got hit by a water snake. Or until the current took us under. But believing that it was fun and pleasurable, we all jumped in to sin. But at the end of the river, there was a deadly drop into the hell's fall. And once you dropped into the hell's falls, it was over. No human being had ever escaped sin. We were all swimming in it. And there was no way out. We were all headed for hell's fall. But Jesus, not willing to let all of us perish, Jesus gets into the water and he forges a path and a strategy to get people out of sin. So I want you to imagine that if Jesus gets into the river, he gets in and he builds a cross. He, he builds a cross. He builds a cross. A cross. And as you now, as you come down said River, you come to the cross. And when you get to the cross, Jesus grabs a hold of you. And it gives you the opportunity to grab a hold to the cross. And once you grab a hold to the cross, you can get out of Sin River. Just crawl on out of Sin River. And you never have to go over hell's falls. Because Jesus and then once we're out, we can partner with Jesus to help others get out and get to the peaceful shore. We are empowered by Jesus to pull people out of sin. I tell you, Jesus saves. But there are more entities out there besides Jesus and us Christians pulling folk out. There's an enemy that's doing all he can to make sure that you never escape sin river. He's nudging you. He's tempting you. He's lying to you. He's convincing you that sin is the thing to do. He and his demons will do all they can to make sure you stay in sin river long enough to end up in hell's fall. And even when you reach for the cross, he'll talk you out of your grip and convince you to let go. That enemy is Satan, the accuser, the adversary. So my task today is to give you a comparison of the Satan and the Savior. The accuser and the Savior, the adversary and the Savior. My task today is to compare for you the Satan and the Savior because when you're in Sin River and you come upon the cross, you're going to have to make a decision. And when you choose sin, I want you to know who you're choosing. I don't want you to just know what you're choosing. I want you to know who you're choosing. 
yourself for me, please. Holding on to the cross, but you're still in the river. And you're going to have to decide whether you're going to play some more in the river or if you're going to use the cross to come all the way out. And I'm not talking about you slipped in the river, but you never let go of the cross. I'm not talking about that. That'll happen from time to time. You, you might slip and get wet again in sin river, but you hold on to the cross until you come all the way, all the way, all the way out. I'm talking about when you dive in. When you decide you're going to frolic in it for a while. When you let go of the cross because you prefer what the enemy is saying. But first, let's identify this enemy. Let's identify Satan. He is not the opposite of God. He's not. He ain't even on that level. He's not the opposite of God. He is not God's equal. He is not all-powerful. He is a created being. He was an angel before. Perhaps he was the greatest of the angels. But, like, but just like human beings, angels have a free will. He was so beautifully made that he got caught up in pride and he thought he could be like God. And so he kind of raised up against God and got the beat down. He got beat down real bad. Kicked out of heaven. And he's stuck here until God decides to bind him up forever. He is a liar. He is a manipulator. And he uses us to get back at God. He really don't care anything about us. You're just something that he can use to get back at God. But for now, God has decided to let him roam. Now, why God would do that is a question that many people ask. And I have my own theory about why God did that. Is, uh, is going to bind him later, but not now. I have my own theory about that. But you know what? The bottom line is that his presence is not why we sin. I mess some of y'all up today. His presence is not why we sin. You sin because you want to. Satan does not have the power to make you do anything. Satan does not have the power to make you do anything. Now look at me like, oh really? The devil didn't make me do it. Satan does not have the power to make you do anything. If he did, he'd make me shut up. Because I'm really getting ready to blow his game. So I want to motivate you today to deny Satan and accept Jesus and come all the way out of sin river. So Jesus says this. Jesus did a comparison himself. He said the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that they might have life and have it to the full. So the first comparison is this. Satan steals, Jesus fills. Satan steals, Jesus fills. Satan steals. He steals years. I got three, four honest folk in here. Satan steals years. My friend made a record, and the words are all the years I wasted doing things I hated, things I thought were fun, and the things I now regret. If, if I, I can get, get back, back touching the years, years I spent tripping, 
joy. I have come, Jesus said, that they may have life and have it to the full. This tells me that the thief won't stop at stealing. He comes to kill. Satan brings death. Jesus brings life. Satan brings death. Jesus brings life. Satan brings death because he's constantly enticing you to sin, and the wages of sin is death. Satan comes to bring you death. Not only will he kill those same things that he stole, Marriage, children, gifts, money, mental health, physical health, time, peace, joy, life. He steals your dreams, your purpose, and your destiny. But he's not happy until he has totally separated you from God, which is the biblical definition of death. You all say he doesn't like you. He doesn't like you. Wake up. He doesn't like you. And he knows that he is going into eternal separation from God. And he wants to take you with him. Why? Because he's just evil like that. Yeah. He's just evil like that. And let me park here. Because one of his greatest tricks is to kill and then convince you that God did it. Right. Right. He does. One of his greatest tricks is to kill and then convince everybody that God did it. Because also, why do we get angry with God when someone loses their life? We get mad at God. Why do we get angry with God when somebody loses their life when Jesus is so clear the thief comes to kill? Even preachers, we talk about how God just decided to take them. I thought I'm going to mess with you. I'm messing with all your theology. I'm sorry. God decided to take them. God decided to come and pick a rose and for his garden. And God decided to take them. We've we, we, we fallen into that. Satan has convinced us that all death is because God did it. If somebody dies an untimely, violent, needless death, especially when evil or somebody's bad behavior was a cause of that death, why do we blame that on God? Why do we spend years mad with God? Because mama passed away or because uh, something happened to our child. Well, why do we spend years mad at God when the Bible clearly tells us that the thief comes to kill? But I come that you might have life. It's Satan that brings death. Jesus brings life. Now, when you are a Christian person that has served God and you're going to heaven, I do believe that God will come and tell you to come on home. But you gotta re remember, that's not death to God. If God comes, gets one of his own, he's just transferring them from, the, from life and from this life into their reward. That's not death. The Bible says that those of us who live and believe in Jesus Christ will never die. So God is not in that God didn't cause it, especially if somebody might not make it to heaven, don't blame that on God. If we decide we're going to bomb someplace or somebody comes and bombs a country,
country. Don't blame that on God. You telling me God took them? Hmm. Really? If we decide as a country that everybody can have a gun, including your crazy mother, and people keep getting shot up, you, then you're going to tell me that, that God went into that elementary school and took those kids? No. It was our choice. We're the ones who decide to get in the car after you're drunk. And then you're going to tell me that God took them? No. The thief comes to kill. I know, I know. Y'all be all right. <laughs> Satan brings death. Jesus brings life, life, life. Zoe. It's the Greek word Zoe. It means physical and spiritual life that is sustained by God's self-sufficient life. Zoe is the life of God that is breathing in us right now. It is a fullness of vitality that can only come from having a relationship with God, your creator. Because you don't know full life until you've experienced it with the one who created it. How can you know real life and you've never experienced life with the one who created life? Zoe is God life that's in us. So even though you're running around here, you're alive, but you're not living. You're walking and talking, but without any purpose. You're playing, but you don't have no end game. You're breathing, but you're not thriving. But Jesus came to bring you real, full life. Can I testify? There is nothing like totally and completely living for Jesus. There's nothing like totally and completely living for Jesus. This is a great life. I wish I had some people who was excited about it. I'm trying to help y'all. This is a great life. I don't care what y'all say. This is a great life. I don't care if you're tripping right now. Let me tell you, serving God is a great life. So grab onto the cross. Pull yourself out of Sin River. Don't let Satan talk you into staying in Sin River. It's not worth it. The only end to it is physical and then spiritual death. Because Satan steals. Jesus fills. Satan brings death. Jesus brings life. Satan destroys. Jesus saves. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. It's not enough for him to steal it. He's got to kill it. And it's not enough. You'd think that'd be enough for him. To just kill it, but no. He has to destroy it. This word destroy is, is used when they're talking about fully destroy, to cut off entirely, permanent destruction, to cancel out, to remove, to ruin, to utterly perish by experiencing a miserable end. That's what he wants to do. For you to utterly perish by experiencing a miserable end. Satan wants to put everything good in your life out of the way entirely. He wants to abolish it. He wants to put an end to it. And after he does that, he wants to do the same thing to you. Satan wants to cancel you. 
He is a cancel, cancel culture all of his own. But Jesus said, I'm not like that. He said, I did not come to condemn the world. He said, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. And he should have condemned us. He's the only one that had the right to, because we were wrong. We chose the devil over him. We stayed in sin river because we like sin, and we still do. <laughs> and we still do. Let me help y'all real religious people out. Your flesh still likes sin. It's not you. We, we, we like sin, and, 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 and our flesh still does. Okay. And since our flesh still likes sin, we jumped in sin with both feet. Yes, you did. But when he came down from heaven, some of those religious people wanted him to condemn and destroy everyone that they thought was bad, not realizing that they were bad themselves. Y'all know how we do. God get rid of all the pedophiles, the sex traffickers, the drug dealers. Get rid of them, the, the no good, whoever's not my political party. Get rid of those, all the bad people, not realizing that you are bad yourself. The preacher said, and it's so true, that we often ask God, why do bad things happen to good people? And she said, really, that's only happened one time. <laughs> that has only happened one time. And that's when they put Jesus on the cross. It's the only time that something Bad happened to good people. What do you mean? I'm a good person. I didn't do all of that stuff. Even when, when somebody said Jesus was good, he said, uh, good master, he said, why are you calling me good? There's only one good, and that's God. We're we not that good, y'all. I'd go deeper in that if it wasn't. We're not that good, y'all. We're all guilty. All have sinned. All of us sin. All of us fell short. And he came down here to provide a way for us to be saved. He died on that cross to pay the penalty for our crimes because justice still had to be served. But since justice had to be served, he took the penalty for us. He paid for what we did and God forgave us and made us a way to escape sin river and to escape hell's falls. And all we got to do is believe it and accept it. Grab onto that cross. Crawl out of the river and stay out of the river. But we choose the guy who's stealing, killing, and destroying us. That guy. Really? Him? You diss God for him? Broke God's heart for him? Y'all know how we do people that's with somebody that's abusive and, and stupid and treat you bad and not respect and say, you, you're with him? You're still with her? You see how she treats you? You're with her? 
you that keep dipping on in sin river, you still floating in sin river, you got the cross right there. I'm telling you, I want you to think about it next time you do something that you know God doesn't want you to do. Next time you don't do something that God asks you to do, I want you to understand you're choosing him. Why do we do that? Y'all, I don't want to do that ever again. Even if I slip into something, I'm going to hold on to that cross. Because as long as I hold on to the cross, Jesus will continue to save me. I told you we are continually being saved. I'm going to hold on to the cross. I might accidentally slip in sometime, but I'm going to hold on to the cross. You know why? Because I'm saved. I'm saved. Somebody say, I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. It is my plan to stay out of sin river no matter what. That's my plan. And so even if you dog me out, I refuse to cuss you out because I'm saved. You may tempt me with your body, but I'm not getting in your bed. I'm saved. Even when my heart is broken, I don't drown my sorrows in a bottle, and I don't smoke it out with a joy, because I'm saved. Even if you ask me a hard question, I will not give you the easy lie, because I'm saved. And as bad as I need the money, I won't cheat on my taxes, I won't cheat on my time card, I won't cheat even on my restaurant bill, because I'm saved. Even if it costs me my friendship, I'm not going to give in to fit in, because I'm safe. I'm not smoking it, I'm not drinking it, I'm not eating it, I'm not hitting it, I'm not betting it, I'm not watching it, I'm not taking it, I'm not doing it, I'm not playing it, I'm not saying it, and I'm not okaying it. Because I'm safe. Even if it costs me my dreams. I won't give up my Savior. Because if it wasn't for my Savior, I wouldn't have a dream. I would have lost it all in Sin River. And Sharonda, I can't even say what I would have been doing right now if he had not saved me. When people do that, honey, if I wasn't saved, if God hadn't saved me, I'd be doing this, I'd be doing that. Y'all, I can't even say that because the truth is I wouldn't have had the courage to keep living. I'm just talking about me. I wouldn't have had the courage to keep living had he not saved me. So I don't know what, I, I can't imagine what I would be doing because I wouldn't be living. I would have taken myself. And if I did live by some miracle, if I did live, I know what would have been waiting for me. Mental illness and sexual debauchery and addiction. I'm telling y'all because I know me. That's what I would have been doing. Mental illness, sexual debauchery, and addiction would have had me in a living hell. But instead of that, y'all, Ross, I'm saying, Jesus. Satan steals. Jesus fears. Satan brings death. Jesus brings life. Satan destroys. Jesus saves. And I'll be honest, I know why y'all choose sin. You choose it. Because you like it. 
But when you choose sin, you choose Satan. Him? Choose Jesus. Choose to be saved. I'm saved. I used to wake up in the morning hearing my mom say, I found a friend who is all to me and his love is Recovery. But we don't believe that. 
we believe that God can change you so much so you can say emphatically, I'll never do that again. Okay, three people. We're an amen church somewhere. I don't hear an amen. I'll be wondering. Is there anybody here who can say, I'll never smoke another cigarette? Is there anybody here that say that I'll never be drunk again? Oh, you say, I'll never take a drink again. Is there anybody here that say, I will never be that one that sleeps around again? Yeah, somebody say, I'll never sell drugs again. I'm never going back to jail again. I'm never. We believe that you can, there are things that God can pull you so far out of. You say, I'll never smoke crack again. I have people that are smoking crack for 17 years and they can tell you right now, I'll never do it again. I know people that are doing crystal meth and they can say emphatically, I will never do that again. Why I'm saved. And so whatever it is that you are still struggling with, let us pray for you. Come meet me at this altar and receive the salvation. You may be saved. All of us have jumped back into Sin River after we came to the cross, grabbed onto the cross, hold on to the cross, and then we just kept listening to the enemy, and we, we jumped back in there again. And so you might be, that's where I'm, I'm, I know that some of us are. There's some things that I just want to stop them. I want to choose Jesus every time. I want to learn how to choose Jesus every time. Let us pray for you. Would you come to the altar this morning? This is where we pray. This is where we get rid of the enemy. If that's you. Most of us could come down there. But you know you need special prayer. You know you need prayer. You want us to help you overcome some things. Y'all, Jesus saves. Jesus saves. God brought you here today to change something in your life permanently. If you need a permanent Change. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. I'll wait for you. Because see, the devil, Satan is talking to you right now. Satan, shut up. And if you're listening by live stream, please say this prayer with us. Everybody together. Lord Jesus, let me hear you. Lord Jesus, I believe in you. Come into my heart, into my heart and, save and save me. Forgive me, Forgive me for, everything for everything I've done wrong. I've done wrong. And I'll live for you live the, for rest you. Of my life. the rest of my life. Thank you, Thank you for saving me. Saving in, me. Jesus name. in today that you rededicate yourself. There's a book that I want you to have that's going to help you on your journey. So everyone, everybody's already in that and we just, like all most of us, God help me to choose you more. Amen. God bless you. You may have your seats and be. We do have one. Real wet. Are we here? On this one, are we here? Amen. Amen. You all make sure they receive that book.
And if you need a church home, we would love to have you here. Pastor Sharonda and I would love to be your pastors. We'd love to be your pastoral team. We'd love to, for you to be part of our family. And if you would like to do that, there's a welcome table on your way out, and you can go and say, I'd like the information about joining our church. Matter of fact, if you want to do that, if you know that this is a place that God is planting you for you to grow, and you haven't yet joined, but you know this is where you need to be, you raise your hand, I'll send them to you, and they'll get you. Think about it. Pray about it. We'd love to have you. Keep coming back. Keep hanging with us. I know we'll do you good. Amen. That's our service for today. A few things, and I'm going to bring Pastor Sharana uh, back up for most of this. Uh, but this week is, uh, well, today, this afternoon, one of the sons of our, uh, our one of the sons of our church, Pastor Anton uh, Dodson Parson, is going to start his first Sunday service. And it's just down the street, around the corner. You can go to Society Church uh, Facebook, and, and then you'll see what the address is. It's on Camino El Norte. And that's at 3 o'clock today. So if you feel like going and just uh, just smiling at him and letting him know. He was the minister of music here uh, for many years, and we thank God for him today. Also today is Ms. Olivia's birthday. Leadership Advance Conference. Woo! Do we have the video? Please pay attention to our video screen. In a minute. All of you that are, are pastors, ministers, servant leaders, directors, executive directors, uh, uh, community group leads, you are mandatory to be here this weekend. Um, but it's open to everybody. And I really want everybody to come. Just whatever you guys get it up, play it. Uh, I really want everybody to come Thursday night. We'll be here. The night services will be here at Aliante. Thursday night, God is giving me a word because everyone has a kingdom assignment. And we're, we're, our, our theme is called United, and we're kind of doing a play on Flying United. Uh, but when you fly United, uh, as long as you're not on Southwest, Southwest you sit anywhere you want to, but this is United. And, and you have an assigned seat. And we can't be, we can't take off until you find your seat. Understanding what is my assigned seat? What's my assignment? Especially those of us that are getting a little older, you need to know what you're supposed to finish before you get out of here. You have a divine assignment. We're going to talk about that Thursday night. It's open to the public. Uh, anybody can come free of charge on Thursday night and Friday night. Friday night, Pastor Dwayne McCoy is going to come and minister to us. Um, and Thursday night, I'll be preaching. I want everybody to come. Bring your friends. Bring anybody that knows. Uh, because all of us have some assignment in the kingdom. Go ahead and play it. The, the, there it is. 
sound until you need technology. Uh, the other thing is, as they get that, as they get that going, um, the Kingdom Academy. The Kingdom Academy has a wonderful display out there. This is where you come to learn more about the Bible, come learn to learn more about ministry, to learn more about uh, about leadership, about where you fit in the Kingdom Academy. It is our uh, ministry training. Uh, but you don't have to be a minister. You just want to sharpen your skills. They have uh, a display outside. Uh, they have, if you sign up today for one of the classes, you get a cup or a mug or they have, they got merch. They got merch out there. Please stop by that table. We need you to get involved. If you're here at New Antioch and you have not gotten involved, we need you to be involved. And so that's a great place to start in our Kingdom Academy. Look for a flyer that has all the classes on it. But stop by the table. Just stop by the table before you go. If nothing else, get the flyer to see what we have to offer. We got it? All right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your flight deck first officer speaking. Welcome on board flight 2024, United. We're getting ready for takeoff. There are wonderful destinations awaiting you all this year. And we want to ensure that you keep there safely and that you will be equipped with all you need for a successful journey. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. This year's leadership at Vanity Conference is you to meet your travel needs by helping you discover where you're going, finding your assigned seat, building your flight team, and taking off United. Come fly with me, let's float down to Peru. We're gearing up for a three-day adventure full of fun, January 25th through the 27th. Book your flight on the Leadership Advance Conference at www.newantioch.org/lac. Tickets are only fifty dollars. Come fly with us, United. Yeah. So if you have not signed up, go to newantioch.org. Uh, you'll see the United. Uh, it'll it'll be on the scroll or newantioch.org/lac. And come on and be with us. But if you can't do the entire, it's uh, Thursday night. All day Friday, Friday night, and all day Saturday. Um, it's not too late to register, but we're trying to get a count. But if you are working, you can do half of it. You can come to the Saturday sessions, but the night sessions are free. Come out and hang with us right here at Aliante, Thursday night and Friday night, and just see what the Lord might say to you. I'm going to give the rest of this over to Pastor Sharonda uh, to, there's a couple of more announcements. Um, uh, as they come through there. And God bless you. You all come back and see us again. And happy birthday, Aliante. 14 wonderful, wonderful years. God bless you. Amen. I see one of our day oneers walking out the door. I just wanted to get a count of the ones who were here on our very first service at Aliante. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, I just wanted to see y'all. Don't let me miss y'all. I got something for y'all next Sunday. Don't let me miss you. All right, okay. Um, just a couple of more announcements. 
Um, do note that our um, dance ministry is still gearing up for their workshop. Their workshop is coming up. You can see uh, Minister Chantel over here. It's going to be Saturday, February 3rd. If you are interested in our dance ministry, then please see Minister Chantel over here, y'all. We got the baddest team in the city. And they don't only learn how to dance, but they learn how to worship. They're learning about God. They're learning about why they do what they do, y'all. We got some young ministers in here that know what they're doing. And so if you would like to sign up, if you want to know more about that, then do see Minister Chantel um, over here on the other side. Um, I do think that that is all that we have. Um, one more, you all. I can't push this enough, and I can't say this enough. If you have high school seniors that are planning to go to college, if you have students that are already in college, our ACS Community Center has a scholarship that we are funding. We're going to be giving out an awarding scholarship at the beginning of February. Make sure that you go online and that you fill it out. It's not a rigorous application process. It is actually very easy compared to some of the other ones. And so don't miss out on this. I mean, who couldn't use some help getting into college or finishing college? And so please have your students to sign up um, through ACS. The information is out there at the table. Do not leave um, without it. If you missed an opportunity to give, you can still do that. There are um, several ways that you can give. You can text New A Aliante. Um, to 77977, you can give through Cash App, um, and that is the New A Aliante. Yeah, New Antioch is the text. Um, you can give through New Antioch-Aliante.org, and you can do it that way. And so um, I do believe that that is all of the announcements that we have for today. Thank you all. Thank you for the first-time visitors. Thank you all for worshiping with us. Um, I'm grateful that we had a peaceful service on today. For those who do not know, our pastor is a Green Bay Packer fan. Ooh. Yeah, we got some 49ers in Y'all like to have fun at church, too. And so it was a fierce duel last night. And we know who came out on the top. I got no dog in the race. My Steelers are gone fishing. And so I don't mind stirring the pot a little bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They hollering out the lions over oh, yeah. here. Lions, tigers, and bears. We all like the fishing boat. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> the eagles go fishing with us too. Uh, but we just like to have fun. So it, it was fun last night because, you know, we had some folks in the game. But let's stand all over the place as we prepare to go. Do stop at our Kingdom Academy table out front. Do not forget to register for our Leadership Advanced Conference. Um, we got some major things. Men, 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 pay attention. We got some things coming up for you, and we're going to have our flyer ready here in the next week or so, but um, Dr. O.I. Mary has a men's conference that is coming up. You men do not want to miss this. I know us women, we always doing so. We got something going on, but he has put together, oh my God, he's put together a leadership team on this, y'all, so you want to register, and, and it's free. Y'all got no excuse not to be there. It is a free men's conference that will be happening 
and more information on that is coming. Let us pray. Father God, we just say thank you. Thank you, O oh God, for today. Thank you, O oh God, for the word that has been preached and teached, O oh God, into our hearing. Let us grab a hold and let it, O oh God, let it be good seed for us. Let us not choose him, but let us choose you. O oh God, let it be in our every decision. And so we just say thank you. Thank you, Jesus, that you save. Let us go out into this week looking for that just one, God. Looking for that just one. Bring it back to our memory when we're standing in the place with them. Show us who it is, oh God, that we are to introduce to you. And so, God, we just say thank you. Would you cover us as we go through this week, oh God? We are praying, oh God, in this place. And we just say, we just say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I do Amen. want to share this church as we prepare to go that our own uh, Pastor Darian, his father passed on this, this, this past week. Um, and so be in prayer for his family. Um, we are on duty. Anything that they need, we're going to be available for. We will allow you, church, to know it. But for those of you who know, uh, our own Pastor Darian, um, he lost his father. So we are in prayer, and we are remaining available. Amen? Amen. Amen. You all have a blessed Sunday and a blessed week. Amen. Love on somebody. Real Thank you for joining us on today's episode. If you're looking for a church, we have three campuses conveniently located across the valley. We have our essential campus. That's 2909 West Washington. Service time is at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Next, we have our Aliante campus. That's 2550 Nature Park Drive, Suite 100, North Las Vegas, Nevada, 89084. Service time is at 12.30 p.m. on Sundays. Then we have our Sunrise Christian Fellowship. Their service is at Saturday at 6 p.m. at 4344 West Cheyenne. So we look forward to seeing you. Come on in, meet Jesus, change your life, and find your purpose. We promise you, your life will never be the same once you step foot in any of our new Antioch Christian Fellowship campuses.